listening to the 95X Morning Show. Well, good morning, everybody, and we do welcome you into the program. How's everybody feeling today? It is the 6th of the 7 of the 22. Uh, we are a couple of days removed now from the long holiday weekend, and now there's, well, several weeks not several, but a few weeks of July to look forward to. And then, believe it or not, August is here. Yeah, I know. The kids don't definitely want to hear that. I'm sure the people that teach the kids don't want to hear that either. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you, you look so forward to it, right? When when you first get out of school when you're a kid, you look so forward to it, and then all of a sudden you blink and it's over. Yeah, welcome to being an adult. Same thing. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. We have a brat fry coming up this Friday. That brat fry will be taking us to Slumberland Furniture in Beaver Dam. We'll be out there from 11 till 1. You'll be able to come on out, get your Johnsonville brat and a soda for $1.50. Hope to see everybody out there. Again, that's coming up this Friday at Slumberland Furniture. Last time we were at Slumberland... It was a, if you remember, folks, it was a pretty darn rainy day, and we actually were set up inside, and we thought, oh, with the rain and everything, it's probably not going to, you know, we're not going to have that many people. It was an unbelievably busy broad fry. It was incredible. Well, I think there's a lot of reasons there. First of all, it's close. It's an easy location to get to. Second of all, you get a chance to browse around all that great furniture, especially with all the great sales that are going on right now. And then third of all, you know you're going to bump into Stacy and her crew, and they're just wonderful people. So put it on your calendar for this Friday, 11 to 1, Slumberland Furniture, North Spring Street in Beaver Dam, the site of our next world-famous brat fry. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. How's everybody feeling today? You feeling pretty good? Coming off of a holiday weekend? Getting ready for a busy next couple of weeks? And we were talking about how everything gets jammed into these couple of months and so many fun things going on, so many cool things to partake in. One of the cool things that's going to be taking place is actually at Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. That's because coming up on August 13th, Ashante and Twista are going to be there. And can you believe it? We actually have some tickets that we're going to be giving away. In fact, why don't we give away a pair right now? We'll take our first caller at 920-887-9595. We're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to go see Ashanti and Twista at Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. Yeah, these are will-call window pickups. Very, very easy to do. If you want to go, be the first caller right now at 920-887-9595. I know yesterday, as we were wrapping up the program... Had people calling up saying, hey, what's the deal? You're giving away, what? When is this going to happen? Can we get those right now? Yeah, actually, this is your chance to do it. 
So uh, 887-9595 is the telephone number. Give us a call. We'll get you set up. By the way, Justin's going to be in next with a look at South Central Wisconsin News. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin. Why we're different. The place where losers come to win. (laughs) You are one pathetic loser. The 95X Morning Show. Let's head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update brought to you today by Preferred Dental Partners of Beaver Dam and Horicon. And yes, they are accepting new patients. Justin Wilski's here with a look at news. Authorities have identified the Iron Ridge man who died in a motor vehicle crash in the township of Hubbard last week. William Volmer was heading west on County Road S and was approaching County Road WS around 2 p.m. in a Kenworth dump truck. Volmer failed to stop at the stop sign, entered a driveway, crossed over railroad tracks, vaulted, and then overturned. The 67-year-old and only occupant of the vehicle was pronounced dead at the scene. The crash has been determined to be a traffic fatality. An Evansville man accused of running from Dodge County authorities made his initial appearance in court yesterday. Conrad Barbier allegedly fled at speeds of 110 miles per hour after he was clocked speeding on his motorcycle near Houstonsford Saturday. He eventually stopped and was taken into custody. He reportedly said, quote, I was moving fast and did something stupid. If convicted, the 40-year-old faces up to three and a half years in prison. A signature bond was set at $1,000 and a preliminary hearing is scheduled for August 11th. And a Beaver Dam woman accused of headbutting an officer made her initial appearance in court yesterday. Mariana Gonzalez allegedly lunged her head forward and struck the left side of the deputy's face below his eyes Sunday. She was reportedly pulled over for speeding near Calamus, and the deputy believed she was under the influence. If convicted, the 24-year-old faces up to four and a half years behind bars. A signature bond was set at $1,000, and a preliminary hearing is scheduled for August 11th. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. That's just uh, not a good thing to do. No, maybe maybe don't headbutt right. law you know, personnel. Or maybe better yet, don't get behind the wheel if you've been consuming that much. Yeah, alcohol. that's a good idea too. Yeah. yeah. So are you a uh, are you a cereal guy? Um when I eat cereal, absolutely. But uh, I'm not often a breakfast guy. And so when I have my cereal, usually it's like a late night snack kind gotcha. of thing. Yeah. So in other words, you're not one of those people that like absolutely love cereal. No, no, I'm, I'm not, not crazy either. for it like some people are. I'm not, I'm not either. I mean, I, I, again, I'm like you. Like sometimes like, ooh, I haven't had Cinnamon Toast Crunch in a while. That actually looks pretty good today. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I am when it comes to cereal. Yeah, same um, thing. My, my wife is a cereal person. Um, that's kind of a, a big breakfast for her every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every once in a while, I'll open up, the, like on a weekend, I'll open up the cabinet and I'll say, hmm, Special K with blueberry lemon clusters. Hmm, I wonder what that's like. I think I might have a bowl of that. Well, General Mills has just come out with something that cereal lovers might really love. And okay. that is official candy for cereal lovers. Candy. There are five candies. There's Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs, Honey Nut Cheerios, Twix, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Hmm. It is what they're calling the perfect at-home accessory for any cereal lover. Um, apparently, these are candies that they smell just like the cereal. Okay. So, 
I'm not I'm not thinking that they ground up the cereal to make the smell. They obviously tried to imitate it. Right. They're selling all five of them right now at Target stores in various sizes. Uh, right now, it doesn't sound like anybody else has got them. So you're going to have to go there if you want to get cereal that, or I should say candy that smells like cereal. I'll pass. I'm not really that big on it either. And if I want a sweet treat that smells like cereal, Rice Krispie bars are a thing. So the other day I was at my daughter's house, and sitting on her counter was a Kit Kat bar. Now, I typically go crazy. I love Kit Kats. Same. I love Kit Kats and I love Twix. Those are two cereal, those are two candies that I just can't like ever say no to, right? Right. Except this time I looked at the Kit Kat bar and it looked the packaging looked different, so I picked it up. It was like blueberry lemon. It's like you're you're taking the perfect candy. Mm-hmm. Crispy wafers of deliciousness with stuff in between them wrapped in chocolate. Right. There that 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 is the perfect combination. There is no better combination. Mm-hmm. Quit trying to make it better. You're not making it better. No, they're really not. Come on, really? And sadly, that's not the weirdest one I've seen. I had a buddy send me because he got his hands on some wasabi Kit Kats. Oh. And what he did because he decided to be a jerk because they also make a green tea Kit Kat. So they look the exact same. He took them out of the packaging, broke them up, put them in a little box, and sent them to me. So I didn't know which was which until I bit into it. Uh, Now, luckily, I like wasabi, but the sugary wafer and filling with a wasabi-flavored coating, not good. No. No. Did you like the green tea? The green tea one actually wasn't bad, but it still left me going... Why can't it just be a regular Kit Kat? Right. I mean, the only exception I make to my Kit Kat rule is the mint Kit Kats are pretty good. Right. That that, that was that was a an a flavor additive that actually worked. Right. Now I have to ask: You're not the kind of monster where you just take a big bite out of the whole thing, right? You break it up into the individual I, sticks. I oh yes oh okay. yeah 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 yeah. I I used to sit Whew. there and meticulously chew around all the edges. Oh, so you could separate and then, it, and then try to separate the layers one by one. Mm-hmm. When I have a chance to do that, I don't. I still don't mind doing that. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm more of a snap into the Kit Kat individual sticks and then eat them as individual sticks that's the right way to do it i saw a video the other day on tiktok where somebody was just talking casually and they opened one up and just took a big old bite out of it and i immediately cringed no you probably said right yeah it was pretty it was pretty bad like if you don't know how to eat a kit kat don't right and 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 again different every candy bar is going to have its own different nuance when it comes to how you consume it Right. Like, I'm sure that there are people out there that will, um, when they have a Reese's peanut butter cup, will maybe eat around the outside of it and mm-hmm. then just have the middle section left. I'm not going to downgrade you for that. Right. Um, Kit Kat, though, is the one candy bar that definitely has a pattern the way you're supposed to eat exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, it's that one, a Hershey's bar. Like, there's a reason why those divided yes, lines are right. there. You know, I get that. Um and even with Reese's, I was in college with a guy who would take his two Reese's out 
and he would take the wrappers off, put them face to face, and eat them like a sandwich. Oh, no. And I'm just like, one, you don't get to savor it that way. You don't get Correct. one and then the other one. Correct. Like, it was just, yeah. He had so many other issues as well, so it made me wonder how he even got into college, but... There's the there's the anticipation when you have a, a a treat like that that you can specifically is made to be broken into pieces like you brought the Hershey mm-hmm. bar, they are made to be eaten like one little rectangle at a time. Absolutely, I mean if that's how you're going to eat candy, you might as well pour an entire bag of M and M's in your mouth and just be done with it. Right. See, you and I are on the same page on this on this a lot of these things, and especially when it comes to candy etiquette. Yes. Um, Which is very important, by the way. I, I agree. Plus, you are intelligent enough to realize the importance of great candies like circus peanuts and candy corn, mm-hmm. which other people that have been on this morning program just don't understand. And it's I feel a sad world we live I in. Feel, I feel pity for them because they're not understanding the delight that a person gets out of a fresh circus peanut. And I'm very torn because I, I feel pity for them, but at the same time I think, well, that just means there's more for me. Correct. There's more circus peanuts for you and me. We're coming into candy corn season in a couple of months. We are. You and I should have a big dish that we keep between the studio. That's a great idea. And then while we're on the air, in, in right in front of Craig and what's-her-name and the other guy, we should just, <laughs> just eat that stuff. And- oh, yep. yeah. That's a good idea. I like that. <laughs> Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. We'll see mostly cloudy skies here for today with a high in the mid-70s. Winds out of the northeast at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy alone near 61. Thursday, a slight chance for rain showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy, high of 78 degrees. Friday, slight chance for rain early. Skies become sunny, high of 75. A meteorologist Jennifer Vucicki on your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 65. Family owned and operated, JL Tires proudly supports their community. If it's interesting, interesting, entertaining, entertaining, or extra wacky, you're having a psychotic episode. That automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the morning trifecta from 95X. Okay, let's get to your morning trifecta. Some of the stories that are making the rounds today brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. There is more trouble. For Team Trump, related to the 2020 election, a Fulton County, Georgia special grand jury has just issued subpoenas to Senator Lindsey Graham and Trump lawyers Rudy Giuliani and John Eastman related to possible interference in the 2020 election. Other lawyers working with Trump to contest election results, including Jenna Ellis uh, Sita Mitchell and Kenneth uh, Cheeseborough were also subpoenaed. Among the incidents, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis is investigating is a phone call which Graham made in November of 2020 to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffelsberger, in which Graham allegedly asked for some absentee ballots to be rejected. Graham has called those allegations ridiculous. You might remember the phone call that President Trump at that time made that was recorded um, and everybody heard where he asked Raffelsberger to, quote, find 11,000 votes for him. Yeah, that is what is up right now by this grand jury. And it's a good possibility that election laws were broken. So we'll see what how this plays out. 
The Omicron BA5 subvariant is now the dominant strain of COVID-19 that is plaguing the United States. New estimates from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The CDC released new estimates on Tuesday, which indicate that BA5 made up 53.6% of COVID-19 infections spikes last week. According to the New York Times, COVID-19's case tracker, new cases have hit a daily average of 105,000 as of July 4th, which is an increase of 10% over the last 14 days. Hospitalizations also for people have surged up 12%. The Omicron subvariants BA4 and 5 are known to have mutations that allow them to evade the protection against the virus provided by taking the vaccine or if you had a previous infection. Now, right now, the uh, Food and Drug Administration is improving vaccines, and they say that boosters that will come out this fall for the fall and winter season will most likely have those BA4 and BA5 subvariants part of them. So it could be time for another booster. Yay! And a statement that questioned if 4th of July celebrations were appropriate in the wake of division, hate, and unrest across the country has prompted cheers, has prompted backlash, and now an apology from the city of Orlando, Florida. So here's what happened. Back on July 1st, an email newsletter that promoted the city's annual Fireworks at the Fountain event reminded everybody that the event begins at 4 o'clock. And then the newsletter went on to say, quote, A lot of people probably don't want to celebrate our nation right now, and we can't blame them. When there is so much division, hate, and unrest, why on earth would you want to have a party celebrating any of it? The statement went on to say something like, But since we already purchased the fireworks, let's make it a good time anyway. Well, there were a lot of people that were not happy about that. A lot of people thought it was pretty darn funny. Uh, Local residents, conservative politicians, even the press secretary for Republican Governor Ron DeSantis were some of those people that did not like it. They went to social media. They characterized the whole thing as disrespectful, inflammatory. A day later, officials issued an apology for the statement on behalf of the city on Facebook and Twitter. Quote, the city of Orlando severely, or I'm sorry, sincerely regrets the negative impact our words have had on some of our community. We understand these words offered some of our residents, which was not offended some of our residents, was not our intent. We value the freedoms the country has, yada, 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 yada. Anyways, there were some people that were very upset about it, but a lot of people thought the whole thing was pretty accurate. And isn't that pretty much the case right now in the United States of America? If you're for something, there's a good chance that somebody's against it. And pretty strongly. That's where we're at. And there's going to have to be something that eventually brings everybody back together. There's got to be. My goodness, there's got to be. That is your morning trifecta brought to you by JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. Hey, let's get to our first of three kicking the classics this morning. Uh, 2003. So we're going to go back 19 years. When this song hit the charts, it was number one on this day in the UK and eventually became a number one single in the United States as well. It features her husband. I don't think they were married at the time, but 
Anyways, maybe it's what got them together. Beyonce and Jay-Z, number one on this day in 2003, are kicking it classic. So, we'll surprise her. She usually doesn't swear right away, so I guess that's good news. We'll see if it happens today, though. All right, that's three rings. Here we go. They're all Jesus, Jennifer. Hi. Hi. We're live on the air, so I because I forgot to call you off air. How are you today? Doing well. How could you forget about me? Um, you know, I was no. Okay, I was multitasking. Uh huh. Do you ever multitask? Uh-huh. No, you don't. I always multitask, but I always remember you. <laughs> now you made me feel bad. Now I'm going to go in the corner and cry. Thank you. Good. Thank mm-hmm. you. I hope that was what you wanted to accomplish. Pretty much. You know, uh, Jennifer, we were. I was watching the radar yesterday again uh, last evening with all the rain that was hitting southern Wisconsin. And it was kind of classic um, entrainment where the same areas that have been getting all these uh, these big rain showers keep on getting just dumped on. Uh, there were some four-inch totals, I think, around Prairie du Chien or Mineral Point or something like that. Um, we're just kind of in that weather pattern right now. We lucked out. We just barely got a little bit of a shower Whereas folks down in the southern part of the state really got dumped on. How, I mean, long term, is this something, are we going to be getting out of the showers now for a while? Or uh, do we have to kind of brace ourselves for more of this coming? We still have some through the morning hours. So probably for the next about four hours or so, then a dry rest of the day. We do have a slight chance for rain tomorrow, and then things will clear out for the rest of the week. So um, like I said, a few scattered showers here for the morning hours today. Cloudy skies, highs getting into the mid-70s. A little bit below average. We should be in the low 80s instead. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Overnight lows around about 61. Uh, looks like for your Thursday, a slight chance for some rain showers here tomorrow. Cloudy skies, high around about 78 degrees. Beautiful way to round out the work week here on Friday. Mostly sunny, high 75. Then a pretty decent weekend ahead. Saturday, Sunshine high of 76, and then on Sunday, pretty similar day, sunny high around 78. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wachitsky. Oh, boy, I'll tell you what, that actually sounds not bad, right? Right? I think so. Yeah. Not, like, oppressively hot and, you know, pretty decent weekend. Right. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to that. Yesterday, it, it ended up being pretty darn hot and humid. And, Jennifer, mm-hmm. I know that the humidity uh, for us has stuck around a little bit. Is that going to be something that's just going to kind of slowly disappear over the next day or so? Yeah, today it's still going to be a bit on the humid side with the passing of the... But once the system kind of pushes through this morning, things will kind of die down a little bit. So it's still... We're still going to feel right now we're at about 97% humidity. So it's kind of muggy this morning, but things should kind of calm down after that. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the muggiest or what's the most humid, I should say, place that you've ever visited? Here, it was like 100 degree or 100% humidity yesterday. Oh really? Was it's it that uncommon? It was that bad yesterday. Yeah, it was awful. It was like it was like walking through a swamp. It was so gross. Okay, so um, obviously here in the Upper Midwest, just like uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin can get that high humidity, and it is gross. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about it like, oh, it's it's eighty five degrees today, but there's low humidity. It's it's easy to handle this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the most humid place I have ever been. My wife and I were on a cruise in Hawaii. Okay. And this is back before the um, there was any cruise ships that were um, United States posted United States cruises, right? Okay. So 
because of the Jones Act, if you were touring only in the United States, your cruise would have to, at some point, go to a foreign port. It was required by international law. Okay. So you either had to leave from a, a foreign port, go to a foreign port at some time during your vacation, or go back to a foreign port. And we flew into um, Hawaii. So you look at a map of Hawaii, mm-hmm. and you see there's not a lot close by. Sure. And so the closest place that we could go that was a foreign port was the Republic of Kiribati, which is okay. it's a little tiny republic out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. There, the people there are as native as native can get, which was really cool, really cool cultural thing. But it was it was right on the equator, and uh-huh. I have never experienced humidity like that. Really? Oh, yeah! I, I walked outside. I had my video camera, right? Mm-hmm. I walked outside to shoot video, and it was so humid that my video camera would not operate. It just it, it had a flashing light that was telling me that the humidity level was too high for it to operate under. So when we got when, so when we got to the when we got to the beach of this 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 uh, island, I literally took my camera out of the bag, took the tape out, opened it up, and let it sit out for like an hour so that it could kind of dry itself out and kind of get a little bit of wind and get it kind of readjusted. Then all of a sudden it worked, but I've never ever experienced humidity like that before. That's that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally had to open the camera up and let it sit out just to 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 dry it out. But once you got there and once you got adjusted to it, because of the, I guess they would call them the trade winds, mm-hmm. um, it didn't feel that horrible. Okay, so at least the. Yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. A lot of times when it's win- when it's when it's humid, if it's windy, thankfully it's not terrible. Correct. Yep. Um, but if it's just kind of like the standstill, muggy, you know, humidity that's in the air, and you walk through is just like uh, like the air is not moving at all. Oh, it's so gross. So did you um did you pretty much stay inside yesterday all day then? No, I did have to go outside and get some uh, some errands done. So I was just kind of I was super not looking forward to it, um, and basically just was like drenched. It was not. <laughs> I came home and my husband's just like, "You need to take a shower." I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> hey, that's what the loved ones are for, right? Yeah, of course. You yeah, know, no they, problem. They're they're not afraid to be completely blunt and honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jennifer, next time we get together, how about we get five random facts? Works for me. All right. Thank you, Jennifer. That is a look at weather brought to you by our friends at Menards, where saving big money is always the thing that you're going to do by shopping each and every day at Menards. Menards on the north side of Beaverdam. It's where you are going to find some great bargains. And boy, boy, did I get some great bargains this past weekend on mulch, for those of you that are looking for mulch. Anyways. Let's take a look at the American Legion scoreboard from last night. Evan Sauer threw a six-hit shutout. Noah Gerritsen doubled and drove in three as Wapon Blank Columbus, 8-0. Watertown and Hartford were rained out. Oricon was a 9-6 winner over St. Mary Springs. They used a six-run fifth to get the victory. Alex Davis, a double and two runs scored for Horicon. Beaver Dam Post, 146 white construction. 16U was an 8-4 winner over Laconia. Boston Damon had two RBI for BD. Post, 146 white constructions. Varsity squad jumps back in action tonight as they head to Germantown.
Rowdy Telez hit a two-run homer in the first, which tied a franchise record with his 10th straight extra base hit. But that's really all the Brewers' offense could muster until plating a run in the ninth in an 8-3 loss to the Cubs last night. Christian Yelich also stole his 150th career base. The series wraps up this afternoon. Coverage begins at 12.35. The first pitch set for 110 on 1430 WBEV. The National League Central, the Reds nipped the Mets at one zip. The Pirates were a 5-2 winner over the Yankees. Cardinals lost to the Braves 7-1. The Packers open up training camp in three weeks. Veteran wide receiver Sammy Watkins is excited to get to work and try to get his career back on track. I think this is probably one of the best situations I've probably ever been in my career to come play with one of the, the best quarterbacks in the league, one of the best coaches, one of the best organizations. Been probably the winning, winning organization in the league. And to get this opportunity, um, really a blessing because I did nothing last year. I was hurt. And to get a call from Matt and this organization um, kind of revived me and hopefully I can um, have a healthy season and, and play hard and, you know, a ton of games. Training camp opens up on July 27th. It is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. Forget you, any mom, any sister, any job, any broke down car and the things you call are. Forget you, any friends I don't ever see again, everybody but your dog. You can get lost. What's happening in Hollywood? I I'm going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to it. It is time for the World of Entertainment. The World of Entertainment brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. Boy, it was a hot, very humid day yesterday for us, but folks to the south of us. Down in, what, Grant and Greene County and all those counties in southern Wisconsin, man, they just keep on getting rain on top of rain on top of rain. Yikes. I, I can't hear you. Got everything punched up right? Oh, you know what? I wonder if, push, make sure all three of those buttons are pushed in. I think I was playing in your studio. They, see the the button on the top, the red one, the black one, and the yellow one. Make sure all three of those are pushed in. There, there you go. Can you hear me now? There you go. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I made some adjustments. I was doing some stuff in there, and I forgot to do that. Anyways, how are <sighs> how you right. feeling today? You, you you happy that the uh, heat and humidity is almost out of the area? Is that what's happening yeah. right now? It's yeah. disappearing. Jennifer said that. Um, Jennifer said that the stuff should be out of here in the next day or so. She said it was so bad yesterday in the Twin Cities. She's never felt humidity like that. Yesterday was horrible in the Twin Cities. It felt thick here yesterday. Yeah, it was a thick. It was a thick feeling day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but we're we're um, not my favorite. No, nope. but I am going to enjoy every bit of summer that I can. Thank you. I'm on the same page as you. That's exactly the way I think about it. I'm not. No, I'd rather not have it humid. But. But. I'd also rather not have wind chills of 20 degrees below zero. Correct. I'm with you on that. I will deal with the heat and the stickiness over that super, super, super cold stuff. Anyways, uh, lots of stuff to get to in the world of entertainment today. Where would you like to start? 
I'm going to start with Carlos Santana. Yeah, that was uh, uh, kind of scary. Yeah, so he collapsed on stage Tuesday night during his show at the Pine Knob Theater in Clarkston, Michigan. Um, his manager later said the collapse was due to heat exhaustion and dehydration. The incident occurred nearly an hour into the set. Uh The show was halted, and Maddox attended to him with a curtain shielding the performer from the view of the audience. Several minutes later, a crew member came on stage and announced, Ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, we have a severe medical emergency. Let's share our prayers. We need it right now. Please send your light and love to this man. He deserves it. Um, He did wave to the crowd as he was being wheeled off the stage in a gurney so uh, people could see that he He was was awake and and was okay. he also, though, had what was called an unscheduled heart procedure last December. So they probably don't want to mess around if they see him uh, pass out or whatever the Have case you ever- was. And, and, you know, I'm thinking now that we're just talking about the heat and the humidity how hot and humid it may have been when he was performing. Right. And he's, he did, I read something further this morning where he himself said, yeah, the whole idea of not drinking enough water and not eating right, probably not a good thing to do when the weather's like this. Yeah. How old is he now? I don't even know. Oh God, he's in his 70s, right? Is he? I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. I suppose that would make sense. I don't know, maybe he's even 80. No, he's probably no, 80. No, he's yet. not that old. No, 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 he's not that old. No. No, he's not that old. Have you ever had uh, heat exhaustion? Uh, yes. It's been a very long time, but yes. I try to be very good about my water now and have been for quite a while. My, uh, my one experience with mm. it was actually working with my dad. Oh, really? And we were out uh, day in the 90s, high humidity, really bad. And we were seal coating a big parking lot. And I want to say it was like in Racine or something like that. Okay. And I had the squeegee. And my dad was driving the sealing machine towards me at that time. And he saw me kind of being like a little bit, like I didn't know I was doing it, but I was like being a little like woozy. Okay. And he jumped off the machine, grabbed me by the scruff of the neck, dragged me underneath uh, on the grass underneath the tree, made me lay down. <clears throat> And then gave me the, the hose with the squirting head and said, here, shoot this up in the air and just lay here. So I just laid there with the water coming down on me for the next uh, 15 minutes or so and cooled down to the point where I was like, okay, I feel normal again. But yeah, it can happen quickly. Yeah, you got to cool your body down. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, Quentin Tarantino and wife Daniela are parents to a baby girl. They welcomed their second child together over the holiday weekend. Um, yeah, July 2nd. Little sister to Leo. I love the name Leo. That's such an adorable name. And everybody thought it was named after Leo DiCaprio. DiCaprio, and it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, every, yeah, no. Sometimes it's just because they like the name Leo. Well, it was her grandfather's name. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, his relationship with Leo DiCaprio with. Uh, Django Unchained and Hollywood, what you call it, Life in Hollywood, or was... Mm. I still yet to see that. I haven't either. I kind of want to see that. I I'm, forgot about it. I'm kind of surprised that I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I've, I've read good things about it. Anyway. Um, Halsey says she never would have been able to give birth to her baby son if she hadn't had an abortion that saved her life. Correct. Uh, she had three miscarriages before Ender's birth, 
and that one of those miscarriages was so complicated that it required doctors to perform an abortion to remove the fetus. In an essay that she wrote for Vogue, I miscarried three times before my 24th birthday. One of my miscarriages required aftercare, a gentle way of saying that I would need an abortion because my body could not terminate the pregnancy completely on its own, and I would risk going into sepsis without medical intervention. Halsey related the experience to the recent overturning of Roe versus Wade, saying many people have asked me if, since carrying a child to term after years of struggling to do so, I have reconsidered my stance on abortion. The answer is firmly no. In fact, I have never felt more strongly about it. My abortion saved my life and gave way for my son to have his. And again, she didn't have an abortion for birth control. No, she did not. She had it because... She would die if she wouldn't. Medical intervention was absolutely 1,000% necessary or she would have died. And she's talked openly about her struggles to get pregnant because she's always wanted to be a mom. She, yeah, this she, is this is somebody from an early age knew she wanted to be a mom and and she, you know, uh, I think she's married to this guy. Yeah, she uh, many 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 um, medical issues surrounding oh. pregnancy for her. Right, lots of lots of dangerous dangerous stuff for her. But I'm glad to hear that everything eventually did work out to where she was able to have her little baby. Because mm-hmm. she sounds like she sounds like somebody that is giddy about having a little a little having guy. children. Yeah. yeah. Um, David Beckham and Victoria Beckham celebrated twenty three years of marriage recently. Well, that's a wedding that I'll bet when it happened, everybody said, "Oh, that's not gonna last." Apparently, it did. Mm-hmm. Four beautiful children later. Yeah. Three boys and a girl. I think they're doing okay. Yeah. 23 years into this thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it made a difference because he's been retired now for a long time, right? Um, I don't know if it's been that long, but, you know, it's been, it's been a bit. And I think she has been so focused on the fashion stuff. You know, it's not like... It's been a very long time since since she's traveled musically. Correct. My headphones, can you hear that static or is it just me? It's just you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I want to look that up. I'm curious when he did retire. He, uh... Oh, maybe. I, I want to say 15 years. 2013. Okay. I guess I didn't realize it was that long ago. So, Good yeah, grief. Well, that's almost 10 years ago. Yeah, nine years ago. Dang. How old is he now? Uh, 46. Okay. Yeah, so he made it to 36 years old playing soccer. That's pretty good, actually. That yeah. is pretty good. That is such a physical sport. And he's still very much at the top of his game when he retired, so. That's the best way to go out, isn't it? It really is. Right. I would definitely choose that if, you know, if I were a professional athlete. Right. I mean, you don't want to be that person that comes back from retirement and then gets hurt and then your legacy is kind of damaged because you turned into somebody. I mean, I look at Peyton Manning that last year. I was glad he was able to win the Super Bowl with the Broncos because his um, arm strength and everything had dropped so much from what he was like early in his career. Mm-hmm. He was just an amazing quarterback with this rifle arm. And you could just tell at the end of his career that it just was not happening anymore. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Peyton Manning... <laughs> His brother Eli, 
who's now 41 years old. Right. Which is hard for me to fathom that he's that old. He just looks like a kid. He uh, decided to go to Giants practice yesterday and do a couple of the um, gassers in warm-up that they do. That sounds terrible. And so he did three gassers, and then he was doing something else, and he said, I'm done. I pulled a hammy. Shouldn't be doing this at 41. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's exactly right. You should not be doing that anymore at 41. Um, I just found a quote going back to David Beckham, and he had been asked at one point, like, what was it? What, what what made you decide to retire? And he said, I probably decided to retire when Lionel Messi was running past me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that is. That is. <laughs> and I'm sure Messi's thinking the same thing. You know, we'll be thinking the same thing in another year or two. Yeah. When, when younger kids are starting to run past him. So. Yeah. Yep. Guns N' Roses canceled Tuesday night's planned gig at Scotland's Glasgow Green on Monday due to... What? That wasn't Monday. That was Tuesday. Due to unspecified medical issues. Uh Uh-oh. That's not good. No. Sadly, due to illness and medical advice, GNR will not be able to perform in Glasgow tomorrow on July 5th. We are working on rescheduling options for this show, so please hold on to your tickets and wait for a further update. We appreciate your understanding and Patience. Did you see who they had fill in? Uh, Carrie Underwood, I know, was there. Yeah, Carrie Underwood filled in on Sweet Child of Mine and Paradise City. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. She happened to be, she was in, she was in the United right. Kingdom for a different reason. Plus, she's always been a really big fan of Guns yeah. N' Roses. So there's that. Yeah, he... They've um, got some great music, you think about it. Well, Axel, Axel, I think... There was some audio that came out last week, right before they canceled the gig. He sounded horrible. Like singing? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. And I mean, it could have been related to an illness. Well, think about the screeching that man has done over the years. That can't be good for your voice long term. And think about what he's been doing the last couple of years. He's been doubling down. By helping ACDC out oh, that's by right. screeching for them. I forgot about that. Yeah, that, uh, that, that'll do some damage yep. over time. Huh. Oh, that's not good. No. He should give himself a rest, I think. There you go. If you're looking for any trace of the Wendy Williams show online, you're out of luck. The website and social media accounts have all been deleted. She's gone. I wonder, because she's starting up a podcast, isn't she? That was the announcement that came out a week or so ago about she's giving up TV completely, but she's excited about her new podcast. Yeah, well, now it's nowhere to be found, so don't know what's going on there. Oh, she's had some some pretty severe mental illness issues. She has. She also suffers from Graves' disease, which can be extremely Mm -hmm. debilitating in many ways if it's not being properly treated. Right. Properly managed. Properly managed. Yes. Joe Rogan, haven't heard that name in a while, rarely shies away from having controversial guests on his podcast, but there's one person he's not interested in talking to, and that's Donald Trump. He says, quote, I'm not a Trump supporter in any way, shape, or form. I've had the opportunity to have him on my show more than once. I've said no every time. I don't want to help him. I'm not interested in helping him. He also says Trump is a polarizing figure, and the Trump era will be, quote, one of the weirder times in recent history. Don't mistake Rogan for a Biden guy, though. He's definitely not. One politician he does seem to admire right now is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. 
Yeah, dude, I'm different. Not really sure if that's any better. Yeah, but. I know. I was thinking the same thing. So you were looking like you were confused about the whole. Yeah, I would have thought with all the things that he has said and done recently that have been quite controversial, that he would be a hundred percent on the uh, Trump bandwagon. No, I think I, I from what he said in the story is he's never been a fan of him. I I think that Joe probably obviously sides more conservative. But like a lot of conservatives, kind of drew the line when it came to certain politicians. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could be. And I think that's yes. the case here. Good on him for once. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for once. Uh, Britney Spears' dad has fired back against another claim in their ongoing battle over just what went down during her conservatorship. Jamie Spears, who's been accused of holding Brit against her will and spending her money on his own needs, among other things, has denied illegally spying on his daughter. He filed a court declaration saying, I am informed of the allegation by Britney's counsel that a listening device or bug was placed in her bedroom as surveillance during the conservatorship. This allegation is false. I never conducted or authorized any surveillance of Britney's bedroom at any time. The bug story first came up in the documentary Framing Britney Spears when a security expert hired by Jamie claimed he had placed listening devices around her home. Uh, I still think that he was checking on her all the time. He's not denying them being placed in her home. He's denying them being placed in her bedroom. Correct. God, that's just... I'm sorry. I'm just sorry, but that whole... That whole way of that's you're not a dad. He stopped being a dad fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. Yeah. If he ever was. Yeah, maybe he never was, because he just comes across like a slime bucket. I don't know that her mom's any better. Correct. I was yeah, same thing. She was their cash cow. That's all she was. Which is so sad. I'm still waiting for one of my kids to be my cash cow. Right. Come on, pick it up. Pretty soon you're going to be Britney's age. Let's go. Come on. Uh, given the professions that both of your daughters have chosen, <laughs> I wouldn't expect either one of them to be your cash cow anytime yeah. soon. Not yeah. to say that they don't work their butts off and right. deserve way more than they get because they're teachers. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll marry somebody who makes a lot of money. How's that working out? Mm. Well, yeah. Oh. yeah, and then there's a... Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's awful. <laughs> what? I know what that all meant. Well, that didn't mean nothing. <laughs> Moving along. No surprise here, Keanu Reeves is still one of the coolest guys in Hollywood. After landing in New York City from London on Monday, he was approached by a kid at the baggage claim. A young boy asked him for an autograph, and as kids like to do... He asked a million questions like, why were you in London? Do you live in New York? And why are you in New York? But Keanu answered every single one and he even asked the kid questions about his own trip. The whole thing was documented on Twitter by someone standing nearby. Quote, I thought I'd share this because the dude is a class act and little moments like this can make such a big difference in people's lives. We need more Keanus. I agree. Uh, more Keanus. I, I just, I, every time... Every time I think the dude's going to do something that's going to disappoint me, he doesn't. Every single time. I don't think he's capable of disappointing. I think he I is just agree. a really, really, really good human being. That, takes, that, that looks at his fame as, as a gift. As a gift. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I well, mean, I mean, look at where he's come from to where he's at now. I mean, for those of us who remember Bill and Ted, mm-hmm. <laughs> who would have thought he'd be who he is mm-hmm. now? Yeah, no kidding. Immediately following the release of Minions, The Rise of Gru, teens kicked off an interesting trend through social media. The hashtag gentle minions trend sees groups groups of suit-clad teens documenting their viewings of the latest movie in the Despicable Me franchise on TikTok Instagram. TikTok, 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 Instagram, and Twitter. Centered around an ironic love of the franchise, the viral trend has now forced some theaters in the UK to ban groups of guests wearing formal attire from watching the film. In other parts of the world, theaters have kicked viewers in, in, ta- in anticipation of disruptive behavior during the film and the mess left behind by the groups. It's unclear if the ban will be adopted by theaters worldwide. I, 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 so let me get this straight. So they're dressing in suits, which I had already heard about and going to these movies, but they're causing problems too. Yeah, is that the issue? I, apparently, they are. You know, it's not just the fact that if they were just dressing up in suits, probably everybody would think it was kind of cute. But if they're trashing the theater, then when they're there, that's obviously not cool. No, that's not yeah. cool at all. I, I don't understand this at all. Are you reading about it? I'm, I'm trying to look up more information just to kind of, you know, figure out what's going on. I'm tired, you Minions. Guys. Apparently they dress like the Rat Pack in Rat Pack-esque suits, pose in formation with steeple hands, sometimes with a banana in their breast pocket. Okay. And they just show up in droves. I right. don't see anything saying that they're doing anything they're not supposed Except this story, this story said that they were there that several groups were trashing theater. So you can't I don't know that you can stereotype and say, every kid that shows up in a suit for a minion movie is going to trash the place. But it does sound like it is something that is, again, inspired by TikTok. Um, And it's one of those things where you're always going to get a group who's going to ruin it for everybody else. Indeed. Jerks. It's always those. You know, it happens, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. disappointing. So disappointing when somebody could be doing something really good and it turns out doing something really not good at all. Uh, by the way, can we do something good right now? Um, sure. All right. So I mentioned the fact that coming up on August 13th at Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells, Ashanti and Twista mm-hmm. are going to be in concert. We are going to give some lucky person right now a chance to win a pair of tickets. Ooh. And there's no requirement, like, you have to jump through hoops in order to get the tickets. All you have to do is be the first caller at 920-887-9595, and we're going to get you on the VIP card. 920-887-9595 is the telephone number to call Mm -hmm. if you want to go see Ashanti and Twista. Hi there, you're on 95X. What's your first name? Diana. Hannah? Diana. Diana. Oh, Diana. Diana, are you a fa- are you a fan of Ashanti and Twista? My daughter is. Ah, okay. You so, uh, you want to go to the concert? Absolutely. All right, good deal. You hang on the line. We're going to get your information off the air. Diana is the first one in. The fr- and, and by the way, guys, we have several pairs of tickets to Ooh. give away. Um, throughout the next couple of weeks. So keep listening for your chance to win. Uh, That'll be coming up here on the 95X Morning Show. You're going to be back in just a minute with a look at news. Mm -hmm. That's what we're looking forward to is Ninja's News. That's what it's all about.
Ninja's News is coming up next on 95X. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. For automotive care for your car or light truck, please see your good friends at J&L Tire and... Richard's Insurance of Beaver Dam. It's the morning show. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Good morning, everybody. On 95X. All right, let's head over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update. Brought to you by Richards Insurance, a full-service independent agency in both Beaver Dam and Columbus. The News Ninja, Justin Wilski, in with news. Authorities have identified the Iron Ridge man who died in a motor vehicle crash in the township of Hubbard last week. William Volmer was heading west on County Road S. It was approaching County Road WS around 2 p.m. in a Kenworth dump truck. Volmer failed to stop at the stop sign, entered a driveway, crossed over railroad tracks, vaulted, and then overturned. The 67-year-old and only occupant of the vehicle was pronounced dead at the scene. The crash has been determined to be a traffic fatality. Firefighters battled an ATV that caught fire in the town of Aaron on Monday. Washington County deputies and the Hartford Fire Department responded to the 5500 block of East Waterford Road just after 10.30 a.m. Upon arrival, the ATV was fully engulfed and flames were encroaching on a nearby residence. Mutual aid was requested from surrounding departments, including Ashapin, Houstisford, and Lebanon. Authorities say at the time there was no damage estimate to the home closest to the fire. There were no injuries is reported. The blaze is not considered to be suspicious. And Dodge County authorities fielded a number of calls complaining about fireworks over the 4th of July holiday weekend. Area agencies had around 40 calls, which Sheriff Dale Schmidt says is about average. He says that they get a lot of complaints every year, and it's difficult but not impossible to follow up on each one. Schmidt says it takes a bit of their resources as well as time to track down each complaint. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Oh, yes, indeed. Okay, so uh, that's news brought to you by Richards Insurance, a full-service independent agency in both Beaver Dam and in Columbus. So we complain here in America when traffic is too slow. We complain when you're at an airport and a flight gets canceled. We complain here in America when our Internet's too slow or whatever else might be going on. Anything that's going on, we complain. But, boy, I'll tell you what, uh, it sure beats living someplace else. Listen to this. This This is crazy. So the Minister of Energy and Water in Lebanon just issued a statement promising that Lebanese people in the future, because of a brand new deal that was signed with Egypt to import natural gas, he just let people in Lebanon know that once this all gets taken care of, they can expect four hours of electricity every day. Oh my goodness sakes. Can't promise you any more than that. But we should be able to get you four hours of electricity every day. 700 million cubic feet of natural gas will be imported from Egypt annually, giving Lebanon the capability of producing 400 megawatts, which, again, is the equivalent of four hours of power every day. Wow. 
I don't even know exactly how to respond to that other than to say we take an awful lot for granted here. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, where would I want my four hours of electricity? Let's think about that for a second. So, you know, let's let's pretend that we have a, a climate like Lebanon where they don't have to worry about extreme cold. Okay. Right. Now they have to deal with heat. Yes. They have to deal with heat, but they don't have to deal with extreme cold mm-hmm. because there's no way you could live in Wisconsin with four hours of electricity a day. It right. would be physically impossible unless you had some kind of a wood burner. And um, then you'd have to worry about your pipes freezing and right. everything else. Okay. So let's say, for example, that you have um, 70s and 80s as far as high temperatures. And you've got to pick four hours a day that you're going to have electricity. What four hours a day are you going to choose? I'm probably choosing 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Why? Because from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. in several, at least most, what, four days of the week, I'm home. Right? Okay. And that's a time that we might be sitting around watching TV or on the computer, catching up with things or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I need the electricity other times of the day, except for like the microwave and the toaster oven and the coffee maker. I mean, you have other alternatives for cooking, probably. Like a grill. A grill or gas stove. Well, yeah, but gas stoves, remember, they also run on electricity. They do? Yeah. Because you, they're, um, well, at least you got to be able to plug them in to start the tick, 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 the, the what you call oh. it, the pilot light. Oh. I think, because that's what, that's what gives off the spark. And then your clock and your light on your stove need electricity. Hmm. So you could probably spend time every evening in your short window of electricity, preparing food? Maybe, but then you'd have to have a refrigerator. Right. Room. How do you keep it cold? I don't know. I think you'd have to, I think there'd have to be some allowances here because I don't know how these people live. I mean, and I don't know if that's, if that's the only four hours they get. Maybe they're, what they're saying is that this is going to take a load off of other electricity supplies that they have. I don't know. Right. But to me, it sounds like, oh, we're going to give you four hours of electricity a day. I don't know. What, what, what time would you take? Um, it would probably be evening hours. It would make the most sense, assuming that you're working all day. Right. I just can't. It's just like when I have been. It's very hard to imagine having to do that. It's like when I've been on vacation before and. The place that I always think about is Jamaica. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, you pull up in a cruise port in Jamaica, and there's all these colorful buildings, and people are selling their wares, and they've got little restaurants set up and little kiosks with drinks, and you're like, wow, this is really cool. And then you walk about 100 yards away from that, to where the armed guards are standing at the gates, mm-hmm. and you look on the other side and you go, oh, yeah, I think I'll stay over here. Seriously. 
It's that bad. I've heard that. Yeah. I um I was on the other side of Haiti. So the island of Dominica. Mm-hmm. One side is Haiti, one side is the Republic of Dominica. Mm-hmm. And Dominican Republic, I should say. And uh boy, I'll tell you what. <laughs> All you have to do is cross a mountain range. And it goes from not great to really bad. And there were some cruise ships for a while that were actually docking in Haiti. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, eh, not, uh... Hmm. I, I think we should do what we can to help people. Yes. I think all, all, all countries that are prospering should do something to help other countries that are not doing well. But, mm-hmm. man, um, the idea of living in that, I just, I don't know how people do it. I really don't know how people do it. Hey, uh, speaking of traveling... One of the things that can be a real nightmare when you're trying to travel and when you're trying to book your own stuff is what do you do when things fall through? What do you do when it comes time to do some big events or whatever and your travel gets all messed up? That's why it's great to have an expert from our area that all they do is travel. I'm talking about Tammy Arthur who is the owner of Tropical Tan Lines Travel. And she has been a local trusted travel agent for the last seven years plus. And so for those of you that are right now that are already dreaming of those fall and winter vacations, and you're hearing about all the airlines cancellations and issues, and you're going, oh, do I really want to deal with this? Don't deal with it. Not when you've got an expert like Tammy in your corner. She specializes in all-inclusive vacation packages for couples, families, and groups to resorts like the Caribbean and Mexico. She's also an Apple Vacation and FunJet Vacation partner. Now, if you are recently engaged and looking for a destination-style wedding, guess what? Tammy is a certified destination wedding specialist as well. As I mentioned earlier, the last thing you want to deal with when you're taking a vacation is all the stress that comes along with trying to do it yourself. And Tammy is more than happy to take care of that stress for you and make it a stress-free vacation. So shop with the uh, local expert. And whether it's an adventure far or near, Tammy's got you covered. Tanlinestravel.com. That's tanlinestravel.com to find out more informational about Tropical Tan Lines Travel. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. We'll see mostly cloudy skies here for today with a high in the mid-70s. Winds out of the northeast at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy alone near 61. Thursday, a slight chance for rain showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy, high of 78 degrees. Friday, slight chance for rain early. Skies become sunny, high of 75. A meteorologist, Jennifer Vucicki, on your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 65. Let's take care of a kick in the classic for this hour because we're going to go back to the year 1985. Oh, man, I remember playing this song on the radio. And I remember, like, seeing it on MTV and, like, I absolutely love that song. It went number one on this day on the U.S. single charts. And it was taken as the third from the third solo album of this artist. 
I'll give you the album title. See if you can remember who it is. The album title was No Jacket Required. Any idea what artist that is? No? No. No. Um, Okay. The artist, of course, was the lead singer of a pretty darn famous rock and roll band, which made it very unique because he was the drummer for the rock and roll band. Not many drummers are lead vocalists. Oh, is it um, Phil Collins? It is Phil Collins. Let's get to our kick in a classic with the song that was number one. That went number one on this day in 1985. From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the kick in it classic. It's the kick in it classic on the 95X Morning Show. Number one on this date in 1985, Sasudio from Phil Collins. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right, let's get to a little good news. Although destroyed by wildfire last June, a day after a record high temperatures, the British Columbian village of Linton plans to rebuild. But they're not just going to rebuild their community the way it was. No. They are building their community as something special. Their community is going to be built as a net zero emissions community powered by a new technology called solar sidewalks. Solar Earth Technologies of Vancouver makes hardened solar panels that can be fitted into sidewalks, trails, bike paths, driveways, and parking lots. Altogether, they could produce enough power to make the entire entire town net zero. Now get this, a driveway with solar sidewalk can power an entire house and charge an electric vehicle. Solar Earth sidewalks are being used by Thompson's River University in Camp Luz, British Columbia. They are used in Tampa, Florida, in China, in South Africa. Rebuilding could begin as soon as next year. See, I know the cost of everything is what scares people away. But when you find out the residual effects, not just the effects of the fact how much money it's going to save you in the future, but what it does for your environment and how much better it makes things. Scratching my head like, why not, right? Six graduating high school seniors out of New York who also happen to be volunteer firefighters ended up to springing into action recently. Here's their teacher, Deidre uh, Filippi, along with graduating senior Peter Rizzo, And the assistant fire chief, Christian Newbert, talking about what happened the other day at graduation. The ceremony had just concluded and families were kind of gathering with their loved ones, taking pictures. And then you heard the fire alarm go off and a whole bunch of our students took off across the field. I look at my friend and I say to him, it's time to go. And we're in an all-out sprint. I'm in my gown, diploma in hand. They literally left in the middle of pictures. That's just a testament to just the dedication that they have. You know, I got to tell you, I was, uh, I've was i been a little bit nervous 
when you're hearing about all the baby boomers that are retiring and baby boomers that are, you know, kind of going off and uh, and decided, you know, I've, I've, I've done enough. I'm just going to relax now. So many of those baby boomers were involved with things like volunteer fire departments. And to find out that there are young people that are that into it is a heartwarming thing and a wonderful thing. Let's hope that it continues with the youth of America, that they continue to want to be the kind of people that go out there and do this kind of thing. That is a look at a little good news. And our our good news segment today kind of segues right into some more good news. And that good news is what you find each and every day at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly on the beautiful east side of Beaver Dam. You know, uh, in today's day and age, man, saving money, difficult. Finding the stuff that you need, difficult. And having people that really care about you and about the things that you need, kind of difficult. Except when you go over to Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly, because that's what it's all about. You know, it really does start. It starts from the top. Starts with a, a couple of folks that have lived here their entire lives know everybody in the community, and care about the community. I'm talking about Daryl and Brenda. And that's what you get when you go to Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly, some people that actually care about the place that they live. They want it to be prosperous. They want it to grow. They want you to be able to raise your families like they raise theirs. Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly is all about making sure that they've got the lowest prices possible. That's why, with the help of the big warehouse that Piggly Wiggly is part of, they get in on some fantastic buys. You know, we've talked before about the buys that Daryl gets in in the liquor department because he goes big. Well, they also make sure that they've got the best selection always so that you've got choices to make. Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. They, they put out a flyer every week, and it's something that's very popular with people. They can look over all the bargains. But most importantly, what they do is put out good vibes. Good vibes for people, making sure that it's convenient for you to shop, making sure that you've got the kind of help that you need when you go to see the folks at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly, it is where you will find better prices, better selection, better service, meaning just one thing that you better go. Going to check out sports right now, brought to you by Landmark Credit Union with locations in Beaver Dam, Fall River, Juneau, and Mayville. In sports, Rowdy Telez did a two-run homer in the first, but the Brewers lost to the Cubs last night, 8-3 at American Family Field. Series wraps up this afternoon. Coverage begins at 12.35. First pitch at 110 on 1430 WBEV. American Legion Baseball last night. Wapon Blank, Columbus 8-0. Hartford and Watertown were rained out. Horicon, a 9-6 winner over St. Mary Springs. Beaver Dam posed 146. White Construction's 16U team was an 8-4 winner over Laconia. The 19U post 146 squad in action tonight as they head to Germantown. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. There he is, a little uh, body like a back road, 95X, streaming live on DailyDodge.com. Of course, we're talking to you right now from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios. So this has been a little thing that I've always wondered for a long time. I want to talk about boys versus girls bicycles. Okay. So boys bicycles technically are the one that has the bar. Straight across. Straight across. Correct. So when a young boy falls off his bicycle, 
Whoops. He sings soprano for right. about five minutes. Yes. Girls have that thing, that bar that goes down, and we're like, why? It's tradition. Well, it's tradition because of dresses. Yes. Back in the day. Modesty. But obviously, we don't really need to do that anymore. But one thing that is... That's why, huh? Yeah. 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 Made it easier to get on and off the bike and uh, allowed for easier movement. Well, for uh, someone like me... the dress down. Someone like me who's really short... Right. Like, the bar can pose issues for my height challenges. I don't think so. It's no different than me. I'm short. Is it how you get on the bike? Do you get on? Do you do you step no, through it? No, it's like being able to reach the ground properly when, like, I come to a stop sign and well, have to put my feet down. Your bike might not have yeah, been that, properly sized that, for you. That's called leaning. Okay. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, honestly. I'm just saying I've always had a problem with boys' bikes. I get mm. it. Maybe it's, you're right. I bet you it wasn't set right. Because if it's set right, you should be able to touch the ground. Anyways, I'm bringing this all up because there is a new study out of Sports Medicine Magazine. And it's specifically geared towards men. They said that the bicycle seat, that little front part that sticks out, Mm -hmm. may be ruining male reproductive opportunities. Interesting. Hmm. Scientists say male bicycle bicyclists should consider standing on the pedals every 10 minutes or so to avoid problems. Or you should be trying to invest in the no-nose bicycle seat, which means that you don't have the narrow portion. Now, the problem with the no-nose bicycle seat, it's hard to get used to because you don't have the stability. Right. You don't have that area to kind of stop you from sliding off of it. A study found out that 91% of male cyclists experience saddle soreness or the loss of feeling around their private areas when they are done riding. And science on long-term damage right now is mixed. Everything has a downside these days. Experts are also warning that no-no seats can make you feel less stable on your bike. And As a person that rides a bike... Well, first of all, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Right. I'm not worried about whether or not I can produce children, because that was taken care of a long time ago. What a passive-aggressive way to make sure idiots don't breed, though. Hey, you should take up cycling. (laughs) (laughs) I like that idea. Yeah. Why not? That's a brilliant brilliant idea. I know a few people who should take up cycling. Yeah, exactly. We talk about them all the time on the court, in the court stuff that you reread on the air. Hey, the shores of Fox Lake on Chief Kuno Trail invites everybody to join them for an unforgettable dining experience. They feature their great specials every Thursday through Monday. You know, you can follow the shores of Fox Lake Steakhouse on Facebook for all of the details of their food and drink specials, which take place each and every week. Now, their hours are Thursday from 4.30 until 9, Friday and Saturday from 4 until 9, and Sunday and Monday from 4.30 until 9. And does anybody, here's a trivia question, does anybody know where you can stop by next door to the Shores to have a cocktail and maybe enjoy mm-hmm. a little live music? I know, Wait I know. Wait a second, I don't know that you're going to know. Justin, do you know the answer I to this? I do. What is the it? The Drunken Clam. The Drunken Clam. What a name. Would you have known right? that? Would you have known that? Yeah, I would have known that. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure, yeah. So swing on by and check out the Drunken Clam. Check out the Shores. Very, very popular destinations. Yeah. And what a great time of the year to be up on Fox Lake. Right. 
Oh, man, it's a beautiful place. Beautiful restaurant and, of course, really delightful food at the Shores and the Drunken Clam. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Morning Show. Can't start my day without it. Best way to wake up. Gets me up, keeps me moving all day. It's where I go every morning for everything I need. We love it! Today's best music, 95X. Let's talk some weather with Jennifer this morning. Our weather brought to you by our friends at Menards on the north side of Beaver Dam. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Doing well, thanks. How are you? Eh, I under I was telling Sherry yesterday, or about your experience yesterday, being out and about. One of the one of the most dreadful, humid times you've ever been outside, right? The growth yesterday. It was disgusting. Disgusting. Tell tell Sherry what your husband said. I was running out uh, getting errands yesterday, and then I came in, and he's just like, "You need to take a shower." <laughs> Wow. Oh, ouch. <laughs> I'd already planned on it, but I was kind of like, all right. <laughs> How long have you been married again? Uh, almost four years. So I guess long enough for him to be bold. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I tell him that stuff all the time. He goes out for like a second, and I'm just kind of like, you're kind of ripe. You need to. You need yeah, to yeah. Ripe. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a way. That's one way of putting it. You're yeah. kind of ripe. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. All right, let's get to this. This is the impossible question. What are you talking about? That's impossible. That's impossible. Impossible. I work for the government. On the 95X Morning Show. All right, so I've got a couple that are one for sure that I think is easy, and then a couple that are not so easy. So we'll start with the really easy one. So not super impossible. Right, right. (laughs) So we're going to start with this first one to make it really easy. Uh, A recent study says the average person will spend five months of their life doing what? Pooping. No, it is not something bodily. That is not. Oh, it's not something bodily function wise. Yes. Texting. A a good guess, but it's not technology related. It's more about yourself, and maybe this is not going to be as easy as I thought. I'm going to blinking. Blinking. Another good one. It's something physical, but it's physical in the standpoint of verbal. Sneezing? It's not Herbal. sneezing. Singing. It's not singing. Whistling? No. Licking what's something, lips? What's something that we love to do? Talk? Yes. And when we're talking, sometimes we do what? Laugh. Uh, the opposite. Cry. Cry. Oh, shoot, it wasn't the opposite. Yell. <laughs> Yell. Yawn. Uh, what do we like to do a lot of because we're just not happy? Complain. Thank you. Five months of your life will be spent complaining. I'm a little behind. I better pick it up. Oh, I was, for some reason, I thought you meant, uh, you said uh, five months of the year. Oh, no, Five no. months of your life. I five months of your okay. life. Yeah, five months of your life. Uh, this one is interesting. It's car related and it's partner related. 10% of people say this has happened in a car. And it's not sexual. They've left somebody behind? Oh, that's a good guess. Uh, They've both fallen asleep. No, no. Uh, Left somebody behind is a good guess from a standpoint of the one of the words that's there. Um, 
I actually had this happen Forget to me. Forget where you parked? Nope. I actually had this happen to me with a former girlfriend. Hmm. Got dumped? Yes. Oh. Got dumped in a car. 10% of people oh. have been dumped by a partner in a car. <laughs> Should have saw it coming when she got in the back seat. Yeah. And didn't invite me. Yeah. Right. All right. Last one, guys. A study found that nearly half of all Americans dream about what? Quitting their job. It is not job related. It is about something the next day. Waking up late? No. It's not waking. Winning the lottery? Nope. Not sleeping in and out of the lottery. I can't. I've, I don't think I've ever dreamt about this. Nearly half of half Ameri- of Americans half Americans dream about this, and it has to it has to take place. It has to do with the next day. Something Coffee automatically appears. No, <laughs> no. That's more of a wish, really. Yeah. <laughs> what What might you be already dreaming about the next day? Day what off? you're gonna wear? Oh, you're that's that you're getting warmer now. What you're gonna eat? Yes, Ninja, you got it. Half of Americans admit that they will dream about what they're going to eat the next day. Like like physically dreaming at night or yes. like you're just thinking about no, it? No, they're dreaming. While they're asleep, they're dreaming about what they're going to eat the next day. I mean, I'm a fat guy and I haven't done that. <laughs> I don't think I've done that. I think about it. Just like, what are we going to eat for the next two days? Right. If I've ever like dreamt about like meal planning. <laughs> I don't know that I have either. I mean, I guess if you count, like, if I know I'm going out to a meal and I'm all excited for it. Right. Like, if I know I'm going to go to, like, the all-you-can-eat sushi place in Appleton, I'll be like, oh, and I'll be dreaming about that. But otherwise, yeah, no. I don't think so. Sherry, you're not dreaming about something you're going to eat tomorrow, are you? No. Didn't didn't think so. I don't know that I ever have. Not in my memory. Yeah. This might be kind of sad, but it might be maybe something where people don't necessarily have a lot of food options in their life. Oh, sure. And that's something that's that they're true. thinking about yeah, and dreaming about. That's a good possibility. That is a very, very good possibility. All right. Let's get to the weather forecast so that we can get to our five random facts. Now, Jennifer, uh, with the bad humidity that you guys suffered through yesterday, mm-hmm. we still have a little of it left over today. <laughs> is this going to start to dissipate a little bit? It is, yeah. I mean, I think we'll start to see that a little less, uh, the humidity a little less once the system actually pushes through here for today. So keeping an eye, um, uh, warm front that pushed through the area, and uh, so a little bit of cooler and then a cold front that's coming in today. So a little bit cooler overall today with a high only getting up around about the mid-70s. Right now we're right around about 91% humidity, so still kind of muggy and sticky outside. Chance for some showers through the morning hours with cloudy skies. Mostly cloudy tonight. Overnight lows around about 61. We do have a slight chance for some rain showers, maybe some rumbles of thunder tomorrow as well. High around 78 degrees with cloudy skies. It might still be a little on the muggy side for tomorrow, but overall not too bad. And then it does look like things will kind of calm down a little bit more. So with the humidity for the end of the work week into the weekend, Friday, slight chance for rain in the morning. Skies become mostly sunny. High 75 degrees, 76 on Saturday. Beautiful day with some sunshine. And then on Sunday, pretty similar day. Sunny high around 78. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. This is Five Random Facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Now he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to your five random facts. 
So this first random fact, I love when I do get something that I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? I never knew that. This is interesting. Do you know when you buy a, f- a piece of fruit, like an apple, and it's got a sticker on it? Right. Did you know that those are edible? No. Really? Yeah. The really? stickers on fruits and vegetables are edible. Hmm. Now, you should obviously wash your vegetables or fruits before you eat them. Right. right. So why would you even leave that on there? Well, uh, from what we what it says here is the glue that is used on the back of those stickers is actually regulated by the FDA, and it is edible. The stickers and the glue are edible. I think if you're going to take the time to wash your apple before you eat it, just peel off the dang sticker. I agree. So I just Googled it, and like several things are saying, eating the sticker while eating it won't kill you. It's not technically edible, and it's not advised to eat it. So you, I guess you can eat it, but it's not like, you know. <laughs> Zero nutritional value. Yeah, this is uh, this this was probably ta- still shouldn't. Yeah, this was taken out of the New York Times. I see. Um, random fact number two: the cougar holds the Guinness World Record for the most names. People will call cougars over forty different things, including mountain lion, puma. Say, we're talking about the cat, right? Yes, okay. catamount and panther. <laughs> Your brain went right where mine did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, that is where mine went first. You guys went, and then to I that? realized. Well, well, I thought it was Lucy. Then he kept saying, he's like, well, there's several names. I was like, yeah, there are. Yeah. Mom. Um, <laughs> you know. Mom. I find yes, ma'am works really well. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Soccer mom. Yeah. I like that idea. Um, this is crazy. So when you think about your hand and your fingers, you might think that your pinky is kind of one of the least important that you have. This is insane. Your pinky is responsible for 50% of your grip strength. Really? 50%! That's a lot. Wasn't that your pinky toe, like, really important for balance, too? I think it is. I I think you're right, Jennifer. So, like, if I want to lose a finger, which finger do you want to lose? The ring finger, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that might be the one you want to lose. Because I don't want to lose the middle finger, because that no. comes in real handy. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna it's test a backup that. turn I'm going to use my first four fingers to like hold like a bag of groceries, and then maybe try it with my pinky, just with my pinky, and see if it's like a difference. Right. So it's a real sign of strength when you drink a teacup by putting your pinky out. Yeah. Like you're showing the rest of your fingers are tough, and it's classy too. Yeah, classy, classy, and very nice. All right, last one or last two. Indiana Jones was originally going to be called Indiana Smith. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't have the same ring to it. No, not at all. Glad they went with Jones. And lastly, the guy who designed Saddam Hussein's bunker in Iraq, remember that? He is the grandson of the woman who designed Adolf Hitler's bunker in Germany. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Runs in the family. Yeah, apparently. I think there's like a yellow pages for people like that. Yeah, I mean, you just look up. Okay, you got a computer handy right there, Justin. Do me a favor. Can you just Google bunkers? Like, is there a bunker company locally? 
that we can buy a bunker from? Because I do not want to buy a bunker from somebody that is their claim to fame is making Adolf Hitler or Saddam right. Hussein's. Well, I don't know about locally, but uh, just by typing in Bunker Design Company, I got Rising S Company, which does all steel bunkers and bomb shelters. Okay. Underground Bunker Safe Room and Vault Contractors, the ultimate bunker company. Hardened Structures and Hardened Shelters Commercial Company. Boy. Like, there's quite a few of them. Uh, ooh, let's go to maps and see if any of them are nearby. Yeah, what's our what's our closest to bunker company? Um, looks like that would be Refugees Bunkers uh, in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> they All open right. at nine a.m. and uh, no no website to that I can see, but um, it's a little secretive. Yeah, they, they've got some directions, or you could do. Head they have to, reviews. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, they have 20 reviews. They've got a perfect five-star rating right now. <laughs> so, they do. Yeah. Apparently, Mr. Dean is a phenomenal engineer, artist, and thinker, and excited to where we can take this project. Looking forward to more collaborations. How many bunkers do you need? <laughs> That's incredible. Maybe, maybe they have multiple properties. I mean, because wouldn't you want a bunker at all your properties? Sherry, you probably want a bunker at your house, but you also want one up at the cabin, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would think so. I wish I had my own cabin. You make it sound like I have my own. I thought you had your own up in uh, up in Hayward, where you just were. <laughs> does oh, it say, does it say what a bunker would cost, like a typical cost of a bunker? So there's an update. I was looking a little bit closer. Refugees Bunker? Is a recording studio. Oh, <laughs> it's not oh even no. a bunker store. <laughs> so I'm glad they've got a perfect five star uh, so rating. So that's why this person wants one in all of his houses. Yeah. So other than that, your next bet is to go to Canton, Georgia, for Bunker Design Collaborative, which also has five stars with only one review. And uh, apparently, they're also talented and creative in so many ways, but they are an actual design agency. Okay. I think I think we're going to have to Google how much will a bunker set me back. That's probably what we need to Google so that we can find out exactly what the cost of a bunker is going to be. And do you guys want a metal bunker or do you want concrete? Uh, I think you got to go with a dual layer, don't you? Yeah. I mean, you want a little bit of both. Yeah, I think I would do both. Yeah, you do the mix the two together. Probably, both. probably yeah. gives you more structural support. Got to have make sure. Got to make sure those doors seal off really well too. Yeah, yeah the Deep seal enough to protect you from the fallout. Right, the seal is very important. Yeah, clean water. I wonder if you've got to worry about nuclear fallout and stuff like that. Like if you live in extreme north, no, the northern part of Minnesota. I mean, there's nothing close to that, right? I don't know. I know. Uh, weird to lead into this, but uh, during 9/11. Um, they scrambled a bunch of jets out of the Air National Guard base in Madison because that base is sometimes a temporary home for about one-fourth of some of our like top-of-the-line fighter craft. Oh, really? And so they were like, yeah, so occasionally it's a target. And I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's wonderful. Great. Fantastic. Just right there. Glad, glad we live close to it. Hey, Jennifer, you go out and make it a terrific rest of the day, and we will catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks, Ellie. You too. All right. There's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast. That's great. Fantastic. All right. On that note, we're going to get to today's day in history, plus Justin's news is straight ahead. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin, Dell Studio, this is today's best family. Learn more at DominElectric.net. 
with 95X. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man. It's just fun to listen to. Today's best music, 95X. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to it. Here's today's day in history. It was 137 years ago, the year 1885, that Dr. Louis Pasteur successfully tested an anti-rabies vaccine. That's big news. 89 years ago, 1933, it was the first All-Star game in baseball played. And as expected, the game was won when Babe Ruth hit the game-winning home run for the American League, and they won 4-2. 1957, Althea Gibson was the first black tennis player to win a Wimbledon singles title. And then uh, there was uh, Venus and Serena Williams that did pretty well in their careers as well. 65 years ago, 1957, Paul McCartney met a guy by the name of John, taught him how to play and sing Gene Vincent's song, Bebopalua. That John, of course, was John Lennon. In uh, 1971 on this date, jazz legend Louis Armstrong died of a heart attack. He was 69 years old. Released on this day in 1979, 43 years ago, the B-52s released their self-titled album, which the song Rock Lobster was part of. 28 years ago, the year 1994, Forrest Gump, starring Tom Hanks, was released. 25 years ago, Pete Sampras won the fourth Wimbledon title in his career 1997 doesn't seem like Pete Sampras has been out of tennis that long but he has been Uh, six years ago Sierra married Russell Wilson and it was two years ago that Charlie Daniels died of a stroke at the age of 83 so who's celebrating a birthday today well I'm glad that you decided to ask Eva Green is 42 years old today we would remember her as Artemisa in the 300 Rise of an Empire movie. And for me, she'll always be Vesper Lind in Casino Royale with Daniel Craig as James Bond. She is uh, the witch that turns Johnny Depp into a vampire in Dark Shadows. And she's currently, or has been, Vanessa on Penny Dreadful. She's 42. Uh, Comedian Kevin Hart, 43 today. Do you guys remember Tia and Tamara Maori? The sister-sister girls? Yeah. They're 44 years old today. 44! Uh, 50 Cent celebrating his 47th birthday. Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush is 71 today. Captain Barbosa in the Pirates movies. Shelly Hack. She's kind of one of the forgetting, forgotten Charlie's Angels is 75. Couple of legends celebrating their 76th birthday today. Sylvester Stallone and former President George W. Bush, both 76 years old today. Fred Dreyer also celebrating his 76th birthday. He played Hunter on the television show Hunter. Burt Ward, that's right, Robin, the boy wonder, is 77 today. 
Ned Beatty was born on this day in 1937. He passed away last year. Nancy Reagan, born on this day in 1921. She passed away in 2016. Merv Griffin, born 1925, passed in 2007. And Janet Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom and became famous for her own writings. The movie Psycho. She was born this day in 1927. Today is National Fried Chicken Day and National International Kissing Day. Hey, those two seem like they kind of go together, don't they? Oh, excuse me, you've got some chicken stuff on your lips. Let me take it off for you. That is a look at today's day in history and birthdays for today. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95- Wisconsin DOT. You probably thought you were listening to the third best morning show of the year. That was so 2020. The award-winning 95X Morning Show. Yeah, let's not push it with the whole award-winning thing, huh? I mean, it's a cool thing to have and everything, but... I don't know what the competition was like. Competition could have been really bad. We just happened to be the not the worst, you know, kind of a thing. No, it's a cool It's a cool thing. Happy birthday today to John Keeble. He was born on this day in 1959. The English pop and rock drummer was um, the drummer for one of the most successful groups to emerge from the New Romantic era that came out in the 80s. What band was John Keeble a member of and what was the probably the most recognizable song by that band? I'm glad you asked, because it's time for our Kicking It Classic. And today we feature John Keeble and his band, Spandau Ballet. From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the Kicking It Classic. It's the Kicking It Classic on the 95X Morning Show.